Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Well, today we begin what's going to be a regular Tuesday feature uh, as I link with uh, FaithWorks Wessex and with their CEO, Alistair Doxford-Purser. Good morning, Alistair. Morning, Blair. Good to be on the radio this morning. Yeah, well, great. Good to have you. And uh, now for the people who have no idea, I mean, I know that you guys have been very, very busy, your whole team in FaithWorks, and you've been coordinating with the churches and with, with the council and, and so on. But just give us an overview, a very quick overview of, of what you've been doing. Thanks, Blair. Yeah, it's been great to, for FaithWorks to play our part, as everybody is in this crisis at the moment. And uh, obviously we run quite a few food banks across the area, um, in Poole and Christchurch, Wimborne and Blamford, uh, linking in with Southbourne and, and the great Trussell Trust food banks in Bournemouth and Kinton as well. Uh, so we're trying to link all those bits together, making sure people have access to crisis food. Uh, in the background, where we've got something that's going to become increasingly important, which is a debt advice service under our community money advice team. Uh, I think that's going to be something that over the weeks to come, people are really going to uh, want to, to get some help with uh, their finances. So we're trying to get ourselves ready, linking in with, again, other partners across the town, Citizens Advice and Shelter and so on. Um, we've got a, a team who are uh, doing loads of work around addiction recovery, and there's some fabulous stuff on Facebook that they're putting on each night, each night a, a recovery course, a prayer course, or a speaker. And then we're doing loads of stuff to um, work again with churches and partners across the area to support uh, rough sleepers, or indeed those who were rough sleeping but are now being brought inside. So. We're, we're, we're trying to play our part. We've got some, some really, um, we've got some favour with, with the council in terms of connections there. Um, yeah, we've got some uh, great links across the churches and talking to them each week. And so, uh, yeah, it'd be great as we go through each week just to share a little bit with your listeners about what's going on and uh, maybe they can uh, get involved in some way uh, and help out with that. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to see where we can play our part. Great. Well, today we're going to focus on, on two major things. And first of all, the rough sleepers. Now, obviously, we've heard some things about rough sleepers. We've, we've heard about, you know, hotel places and uh, the, the hostels yeah. and so on being offered. But, but, but uh, what do you want to share on that? So yeah, it is, uh, this is a really interesting moment that uh, five years ago we, we put together, or, or a group of churches put together something called More With Christians Alongside Rough Sleepers. And we said that we wanted to see an end to rough sleeping in the town. And uh, in a very bizarre way, five years on, we're, we're almost there in that 150 people have been uh, taken out of very vulnerable situations, either on the street or, or very vulnerable situations in, in, on people's sofas and so on. And they are now into temporary accommodation. Um, many, them, some of them are starting to move on to their own more secure accommodation. So the council told us last week that 25 at least have, have moved on. But um, the, the accommodation that they've got, uh, and there's only a few left on the street, I should say, that there's a few who haven't yet taken up that offer, but uh, the council keep assuring us there is a bed for everyone who is on the street. So uh, I really would urge people that if they meet anybody who hasn't yet come in, uh, that they get in touch with St Mungo's on 315962 and uh, to try and uh, uh, help those people get into a temporary accommodation. What the churches and faith works are doing uh, is trying to make sure that they have their welfare support. So um, each, each uh, day, the YMCA are cooking 60-odd meals for those who don't have three meals a day in a hotel. Um, there's organizations like Hope for Food and the churches who are providing packed lunches each day for some of the 60 people. And then we're now being asked each day for 
specific food packs and food and toiletries packs for those who may be uh, having to isolate because they've got symptoms or because uh, they're in high-risk situations. And last week we did about 50 of those, um, which is great. What an honor to be asked to, to do them. Obviously, uh, it takes a bit of getting the food together. We have a little place uh, called The Storehouse, which people can read about on our website, uh, on the Beacars website. But uh, it's just an ideal place to bring all this stuff together. So we're, we're really looking for... Um, People to help with toiletries, people to help with just ready meals, not the frozen ones, but just the, the ones people might have to put in the fridge. Um, and we're actually looking for about eight or nine churches who will partner with us to collect certain items, sort of five, four or five items, as they, as they have the opportunity to go to supermarkets and make sure that we have a regular supply of those. So if, um, if anybody can help with that, if any church can help with that who may be uh, listening, then it'd be great to hear from you. Uh, Facebook's number is 01202 or you can go through hello at faithworkswessex.org.uk. Just, um, just some help around that would be terrific because uh, the numbers we're feeding uh, is great. We want to go on from that because uh, it's great to have food, but some of these folk uh, be great if they could have maybe some laundry help, so we're looking into that. Um, and uh, the other thing is about keeping them buoyant. So there's uh, there's a little helpline we've got uh, that people that uh, there are the the folk who are now inside can give a call to someone and have a little chat if they're feeling down. Uh, we're thinking about trying to put together you know packs of books and puzzles and stuff like that uh, that might help them to keep their motivation going when they're in accommodation because it's 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 actually quite a can be quite a scary thing for some people. If they haven't been inside for, uh, haven't had a house or a roof for quite a while, then it's a whole new ball game for them. Um, but obviously, our, our, our huge prayer is that this would provide the opportunity for people never to go back to the to the street. And uh, you know, 150 people coming inside and being able to hopefully move on into more secure accommodation wouldn't that be amazing? There's lots of barriers to stop that, but if they could get into uh, more secure accommodation and move on in their lives and find new hope uh, and new life in, in God, we hope, uh, well, that would be just uh, a huge answer to prayer. And it just also sh- uh, shows you that building up the trust, because obviously the Sleep Safe program and, and the work that had been going on before uh, coronavirus hit, uh, you know, building trust, building relationships, that, that of course, will be, will be paying dividends now. You're so right, Blair. Uh, the, the Sleep Safe Project, which is to remind people, was the Winter Emergency Beds Program, which has been going for four or five years. This year, again, 45 people in, in that program got off the street into more secure accommodation. But we were working with St. Mungo's. We were working with colleagues from the council. There's a, there's a real change in the, in the way the partnership is working together. Um, each week we have a little call, uh, which we call our, our Rusty Forum call, where we have... Uh, Partners from the, 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 the uh, statutory sector, partners from charities, from churches, all coming together and actually sharing ideas, uh, asking questions, uh, just sort of understanding the best way that we can work together. And that's the fruit of two or three years of just building relationship, having grace with each other and, and learning how we can best support uh, these folk. Now, obviously, the other big challenge is, is communication, and I know that you have developed a shared website. Do you want to share about that? Yeah, we, we thought uh, we, it's great. We, we've got connections, quite a few churches and, and uh, Church Together groups, 
And we thought, well, uh, let's try and see if we can learn from what's going on in, in other towns and cities. And there is, uh, so we, we've got a website which uh, is at churchbcp.org.uk slash response. And what we've sought to put on there is, is just some useful stuff in terms of information and links. So you can find out, you know, that there's a, there's a, a mental health helpline, there's a domestic abuse helpline. So there's lots of sort of uh, little helps and stuff on there for different groups of people. But we also wanted to make it a place where uh, Christians across the, the, uh, the, the whole of the area could, could look in and go, okay, where, where can I... Where can I um, worship with folk? And it's great. Churches have shared with us their, their online services and their activities that they are doing online. And we've got about, six, about 80, I think, 80 different churches uh, and what they're doing at what time on a Sunday they're having their Sunday service online. Um, so all of that's on there, plus some prayer points. Um, so some specific things we just got up there, uh, obviously praying for our leaders and some names of some key leaders. Uh, we just got a new uh, a new heading there about families under pressure, and so some specific points to pray for them. So we're, we're going to keep adding to that uh, useful things that people might find, uh, but also we want to use that as a jump-off point for for more prayer. There's there's a real uh, you, you you've probably seen it, Blaine. You probably talked about it on Hope FM. There's a real desire across the country to see more prayer yeah. uh, at this sort of critical time. There's been talk of prayer days and national days of prayer and so on. We're really keen to, to, with the churches, develop a prayer line. So uh, just a, a phone number that people can call into uh, just to pray with somebody or some, ask someone to pray. And uh, we want to link that to uh, an initiative called Try Praying, which gives people the opportunity over seven days to uh, just have a go at praying themselves. So again, we're looking for people who'd be willing to help staff that prayer line, maybe uh, from a church, maybe two or three people might want to put their hand up and say, yeah, I could take a slot on there some, uh, during the week. And again, if you're able to do that, uh, go to the website. There's a contact form on there. You can put something in there. Or again, come to us at FaithWorks 429037 or hello at faithworkswessex.org.uk. But it'd be great to see that prayer line in place alongside Pramas Friendship Line, alongside, the, obviously, the council uh, together we can line but it's i think christians have a huge part to play at the moment to really reach out and ask the lord for uh, to bring some hope into people's lives at this time well sir thank you for all of that and just very quickly again what was that uh, the church bcp website again yeah let's get let's go through it churchbcp.org.uk forward slash response that's fantastic. Well, Alistair, thank you so much. I know you're going to be joining me every Tuesday to give us a, a, an update, but, uh, and uh, I will, in the next hour, just remind people of, of those needs that you mentioned today. But for now, thanks so much. Thank well, you so much, Blair. Have a good day. God bless yeah, you, everybody. Yeah. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.